0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are live. We are live here on the Authority Project, and we have uh, one of my new friends here, Leah Zimmerman, in the virtual building with me today, and he's going to help us talk about money with our family without killing each other. So <laughs> i decided to go through this project with her. Are you going to help us do that, do that with us today, Leah?
1: Um, yes, and yeah. I'm I'm just enough to maybe take the edge off for the holidays, but <laughs> yeah. not enough that there won't be any more topics for the detective shows. I just realized how many detective shows would get canceled.
0: Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if we could really stop killing each other over money.
0: Yes.
2: So
1: Yeah, but I think uh, we can have much more uh, harmonious relationships.
0: Yeah. While also
1: talking about money. It doesn't have to be so stressful and such a fight every time.
0: Great. Well, we shall see how she can pull this off on this latest episode of The Authority Project.
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage, your host, Brian S. Arnold.
0: (laughs) All right, we are back. I am Brian S. Arnold. And this is the Authority Project. You are the project. We want to slap authority to your name so you can sell more of what you're great at. And yes, we are here with Z. Oh, Zia, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's Leah, right. Leah Zimmerman, in the house yeah. today. How are you doing, Leah?
1: I'm well, thank you. Thank you for having me. This oh, is
0: glad. fun. Yes, I'm glad to have you here. And we are all set to talk about money. One of the one of the things that I, I must say. It's very hard for me to talk about. <laughs> so that's why I'm so happy that you're here. Uh, Talking about money with the family is crazy. So um, before we dive in, though, before we do any of all that, tell us, first of all, who you are personally and then professionally.
1: Who I am personally? Yeah. Um, I'm a soul who likes to connect with other souls. I, I love connection and I love being able to facilitate connection with other people. I do it in the relationships in my life. I've done it as a community leader, as a teacher, and now I do it as a coach and help people do it in their own lives.
0: Nice, nice, nice. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So what is your current project at the moment?
1: Oh, I always have more than one current project. (laughs) It's going in a lot (laughs) of directions. Right now I'm rebranding. I'm very excited um, to be working with baseline group from New York on my rebranding and um, thinking about how I really can present myself in a way that helps people really understand what I do very quickly. And I love working on putting, being in front of family businesses. So the family the, the uh, vulnerability, the yeah. stakes of what matters to us when we're talking about our family around really sensitive topics. Uh, yeah. So the, everything that everybody else wants to avoid and sweep under the rug, <laughs> yeah, that's what I love. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Because the secret really is, is that in these, in these really difficult conversations, the same reason that makes them difficult, that makes us put our guards up or get really triggered and reactive, is the same thing that makes them gold for building relationships.
0: Awesome, because they are awesome.
1: things that really matter.
0: Awesome. Now, here before we go, before we dive into, I, I really want to dive into. But I got one last thing. Okay. One last thing that I want everybody here. What is your daily routine? Then we'll dive in.
1: My daily routine. Yeah. Uh, I'm really good at having a routine that I change. Okay. But my morning usually consists of some kind of meditation and movement. Although sometimes I'll do more in-vigorous exercise later in the day. And then I really like to work quietly on whatever content I'm producing. So if I'm working on a guide or um, right now I'm working on the website, um, preparing for um, a new presentation, I have something tomorrow that I'm doing, that's the morning time. Then I usually prefer to have my schedule where I talk with people. The networking I'm doing, the follow-ups, the clients all happen in the early Afternoon, late afternoon, and then some exercise if I'm not too. Sometimes it doesn't go quite the way I want, but that's yeah. where the more vigorous exercise will come out <laughs> and then connecting with my family in the evening. That's, awesome. And I have that routine right now because of this lockdown.
0: Yeah. Because yeah.
1: that lockdown, my routine also consists of a lot of evenings in theater and visiting with theater friends.
0: Nice. Oh, I love that. Okay. So let's let's dive in now. You ready?
1: Yeah. Let's dive in. Yeah.
0: So we have a job, right? Mm-hmm. But we have inserted now this side hustle. Or or some of us have been laid off, right? And have inserted a business now that eventually and inevitably needs money to sustain it, right? Mm-hmm. So our money is also Family money. Uh, All right. How do we have the talk? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The first
1: thing is to really build your awareness of what's at stake for you. And there's two areas. One is what's at stake around money? What does money mean to you? So I did this in a presentation Mm -hmm. last week and asked people to put in the chat, what does money mean to you? And people put things like freedom, choices, Money really means something different to each person in some Mm -hmm. way or another. And realize that what money means to you, and what money means to the person you're talking to are going to be different. Another thing to really be in touch with is what's your money script. So, what I'm calling the money script is basically the conversation you grew up with around money in your house. So for me, a very familiar script was sitting around the dinner table and my dad calling my mom out on something that was, or was not in the checkbook and money that she'd spent and some kind of criticizing there. And I finally realized years later, this is why I hated shopping because every time we went shopping, (laughs) my mom would go, Oh, your father's going to kill me This was shopping for clothing. That was my experience. So, Getting to know those money scripts, are they that money's there's never enough money? Right. That kind of the subtle thing is it that well, you're never going to really make money? Yeah, go ahead, go try, but you know, that costs a lot. Right. Is it, um, <laughs> control. Well, you're always the one who has the money, so you're the one who makes the decisions, and that's not fair. I feel powerless.
0: Right.
1: What is the money script that you have that you're bringing? And then what's the mini script of the other person? And realize they're not the same. So a really good example of this would be just going general with gender. I realized in my relationship, for my husband, conversations around money also really connect deeply to his sense of providing for his family. Mm. So if we talk about money, it's not like we're not just talking about numbers and this thing that humans have created that we all agree carries value. I mean, it's one of the most amazing things that we can all agree on in the world about money. If for him, and it's like, okay, how do we get a little bit more? Let's think about how to spend it, shifting around. For him, this is about how is he providing? This is things that touch yeah. on to shame. Mm. And for a lot of us, money carries some kind of shame. For women, the way to understand this would be how you feel when someone walks in your house and there's dirt <laughs> or there's things out of place. Right. Because that's yeah. what, where women tend to feel it. Or people will talk about the kind of mother somebody is more than they'll talk about the kind of father somebody is these we have different points of shame so that's mm-hmm. a typical like that's a, a big generalization but one that is easier to understand mm-hmm. and within our families we have that do we have the in my family uh i think there's a subtext in my dad's generation and his family that the men provide for the women right and so my aunts who had husbands who didn't provide were really unhappy.
0: Mm.
1: And there's still the sense that, you know, this man didn't do what he was supposed to do. So did you grow up with those kinds of scripts? Because these are the things that we're carrying into the conversation we're about to have. Wow. So you grow your awareness of those things first. Yeah. And shall I go on? or did yes. you,
0: Yeah, you uh, that's you great stuff. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Is, that, is that step one? So, so the talk that's is like... The,
1: so the one, yeah. So one is really be the awareness around those three things. Okay. What's it, really what's at stake for you? What's what does money represent to you? What's your money script? And what's the other person's money script? The second is going in with the intention to connect. We think, oh, if I convince and this other person understands, they're really going to have a good connection because they're going to get me. All right. Go yeah. in with the connection. Go in <laughs> honoring the relationship. And connecting in the relationship first, because then it's easier to take that person with you for them to see okay. what it means to you and what your story and what your journey is. Right. And what we typically do, when we're going into a conversation is brace ourselves. Okay, we're yeah. going to go into a conversation. We start running it through our head. And while right. they're running it through our head, we've already started the script of how we expect it to go. So we already walk in ready to argue back what they're, what they're going to say, because right. we know what's coming.
0: <laughs> right.
1: You want to do the opposite. You want to go in as open as inviting and safe as possible. And mm-hmm. honestly, when you can do that, it can feel really scary. And if you're not feeling scared and vulnerable, like you've yeah. just walked some into something nude, right. you're not—you're not probably not doing it quite right.
0: Mm. <laughs> At least yeah. It yeah.
1: Open ourselves that much, and we're that honest. Somebody can then really see where we are and empathize with us. And now right. they're not reacting against us. They're empathizing with us and it okay. come along in our same story.
0: Okay. So I, I want to introduce a, a third there's, a there's scenario, which is this is like the real, the, the the main scenario I think a lot of people go through is like, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll go through some kind of training or some kind of webinar, or they'll talk to somebody who wants to coach them, but it, you know, they cost a whole lot of money and you're like, this person is trying to tell you, you know, Work with me and I'll give you, well, I'll help you do the, you know, get all this money or whatever. And it's always, it's always like, well, I had to, I have to go to my wife or something. So that's, so that's, a, that's the third scenario. That's yeah. I work with that as well. Yeah. I think that's one of the main scenarios. Like, okay, this person is trying to, to convince you. Now you're like, you're trying to break away from that person. because That person wants you to really buy what they're selling right now or else. Yeah. So, but you really know that you have to tell your spouse or whatever, or your, your partner, whatever who's also part of this money thing because the money's not just you and yours. <laughs> so work with that scenario as well. Like, okay, you have this thing, yeah. you are convinced, but the convincing now has to go, sure. to, go to another place. So I've been
1: on both sides of that. I want okay. it. <laughs> I want to do some coaching and right. coaching. I did actually do, but I never buy in the moment. Yeah. I just don't because right. I can always feel into it, but later I might go, you know, i I, I do not not in touch with what I'm... This can be different for everybody, but for me, yeah. I'm not in touch with what's really my intuition and my gut when mm. I'm in a conversation, necessarily. I'm in touch with the energy of the com- combination of people mm. and what's in between us. But I need to separate in order to know. When I walk out of the store and I'm thinking about it and oh, I can really use that, that's when I know I really want it. Sometimes I know when I'm in the store. But a lot of times mm. I still have to walk out. So, I tend to step out and l- any large purchase, if it's not for my business money, I go over with my husband because yeah. this is a decision we make together. Great. And so then if you're really considering it and <laughs> you really want to do it, you communicate, you know, I really want to do this and I need to go over and I need to go over it, go over it with, my, with my spouse. So can we set up a time to come back to this? That's somebody who really okay. wants to do it. Okay. Or if someone's doing that with you when you're trying to sell, you'll say, so when's a good time to check back? Let's make a date. So right. it's on the calendar. If someone resists that still or counsels it during, right. that usually means that that was an excuse or it was their way to get out of the conversation. Mm. I had that conversation where someone really wanted it for their spouse, the coaching. And that doesn't work. Uh, okay. <laughs> and it's how much you wanted, how much... Because we always have the money for something somewhere. Yeah. It's just a question of what we're willing to put it in front of.
0: Right, right. And,
1: <laughs> right, and priorities. And this, you and your spouse might not be in the same place in terms of priorities. Yeah, yeah. In which case, if your spouse isn't getting it, then all those issues. But you never really understand what I'm doing. You don't right. suppress people. Those <laughs> right. things will all come out, Right, right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And that's the, and that right there. That is the worst thing to, to to say to your to your to your loved one is that they don't support you. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that's I think when you say that, there's going to going to be an automatic defense from them. Like, what are you talking about? And I think I think you have to be really careful when you say those kind of things. Like, you're not you're not you know mm-hmm. with me. You're not you're not for me. Those kind of things. I think it just brings up a, a even bigger wedge. Absolutely. Than it has to be. Yeah. I
1: always say we are in when difficult conversations and arguments happen because we are in different pages and different chapters of different stories and different books (laughs) and your story of who you are and who they are in your, in your movie is not who they are. So one of the tricks for having this kind of conversation is turning the camera around. So instead of living and being in the conversation as if the camera's on you, how am I doing? Are you listening to me? Are you getting me? Am I getting close to what I want? Put it on the other person. What's Hmm. going on with them? Um, What's this bringing up? Okay. And think of yourself as the guide and the leader to help the other person through the conversation that you're having. Bring them into your story, into your conversation. But understand that as long as you, every time you turn it around and it's, what are you, you're not seeing me in the spotlight. You're not getting <laughs> me in <and> my problems. <laughs> yep. They're going to react.
0: Yeah. That's great stuff. I, I love that. I love that very much. Oh, that's great stuff. Okay. I'm um, me see if I can put something else in there for you. And
1: that's the first thing, by the way, in my guide. Oh, really? Okay. okay. Is great. turn the camera around uh paradigm. Cause when we can uh-huh. do that, it changes a lot of things
0: Awesome.
1: that by the way, comes from acting.
0: Yeah. Okay. Theater, okay. When
1: you watch actors on stage, like right now, Yeah. I'm making about the camera and the audience out there yeah. and feeling and letting in and doing that. Right. It's not yeah. about me. If it's about me, I might start being, okay, how am I, how am I doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> everyone's looking at me. Oh no, what's going on with that? You know, so right. I speak about it from years of learning to reverse that, but it, we can all do it and it doesn't have to take years to learn awesome.
0: it. Awesome. That is great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, let me see. Okay. So do you have, you, have, you have more steps for us before I ask you another question?
1: Um, well, I can share an exercise that I did with some people the other day. They found helpful.
0: Okay. So great.
1: Listeners may want to do this. So I mentioned that you should get to know your money script. Yes. And think about what those scripts were that you heard regularly in your life. So I mm-hmm. shared one for my family. Another one would be my grandmother, who didn't think she should ever get anything fixed. Everything was broken around her house. <laughs>
0: <Right.
1: laughs> <was> her lot, depression <laughs> era, <laughs> right. and, and uh, she thought she didn't pay enough in taxes because she was just there were other people who needed some of that money more that she yeah. should be paying. And other people should not have to pay so much. So she had, you know, these different ideas about money. But on the other hand, you know, and, and so we all have those things. Right. We think about the people and the family and what that is. What, um, what I had people do was sit and write that script down. Mm-hmm. And then think about how has that influenced the way you've showed up around money and the way you feel around money. Yeah. And when you actually take time to journal that, people were really surprised to see how they could connect it to their behavior. Wow. And their triggers around money. So that's um, that's a little, that's that's a step if in that preparation. If you want to really prepare, not just think it. Okay, I thought about my stories. Uh, <laughs> right. Because if you're going to have the conversation in a different way, you want to think about how to change that story. Yeah. What's the money story that would help you show up and behave the way that you want to behave? There's always been enough money. I've always felt supported. Mm -hmm. Um, that would make it different right what are the what are the what are the things that you can think about money money's out there yeah yeah i'm not worthy is another story we carry you know worthy of money there's so many beliefs you can google it online and find Mm -hmm. um, money beliefs that are holding you back and you'll find article after article Mm -hmm. naming them better than i do but that's that's us I'd put that as the sub-step of when you're Mm -hmm. doing the work for yourself. Go in with the intention to connect. Another step then I would add is listen first. Ask a question related to this. How are you feeling about where we are with money these days? How are Mm -hmm. you feeling about this side gig that I'm doing? Listen first. Ask for their experience first. You Mm -hmm. gain influence by building trust. So you want to build trust and put it in the bank. The more you build that trust, (laughs) yeah, the more influence you have to spend later.
0: That's good. Yeah, Yeah. So that's
1: uh, the listening is key. I also share some key tips for listening that help you build that trust. I call Mm it my triple A for relationship service. Okay. So we have triple A helps us on roadside service. Right any place where things are just going bad and you're trying to save the relationship. (sighs) If you can think of these three things, they will help. One is just to acknowledge. I see you. It doesn't Mm. matter what I see. You are wearing a blue shirt. Just go with something (laughs) you see about the other person.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, you're here with me. You're listening. Go with something that's happening that you see in the present. It helps other person just feel like you're with them. Yeah. The second thing that's a step up now is affirm. Wow, that sounds really hard. Oh, that's challenging. And the <laughs> biggest mistake we make, especially with our spouses, or our children, is we want to start giving them answers and fix things.
0: Yeah.
1: They just want to be heard. Yeah. Right yeah. That's so hard. It's like one of the best sentences you can say in so many situations that will just gain you lots of influence points. Wow, that must have been really difficult. <laughs> oh. oh that's right. so funny right. really be in it and empathize that's the affirmation Affirm. firm mm-hmm. you let them know yeah your human experience that you're talking telling me about i see it i feel it i validate it and the third is appreciation and if you're gonna have one of those difficult conversations just start building influence by building appreciation and you start that way before the conversation you start just remembering to say thank you and appreciate things, or send a little note out of nowhere. Hey, I appreciate that you brought me my coffee this morning. Thanks for thinking of me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my husband does that a lot. So once in a while, I just say thank you, and sometimes I'm like, no, I need to say something. But we, yeah. we forget those things, because yeah. we're always stewing over the negative stuff. Yeah, It does, It does. those three things help build trust, but they also condition us to start saying the positive, okay. and giving more of the Reinforcement of the parts oh. of the relationship that are working instead of having what the other person hears from us most of the time be the problem. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: Wow. laughs> this is great stuff. This is great stuff. I'm, I'm a, I, I, This is great stuff. That's all I can say. Okay, I'm, I'm going to give you a, a list of different okay, um, different questions that might be averse to what you've already said. I think you've already answered this, but let's this, this, this okay. try to rush through these a little bit if we can. Should we expect... Some pushback at first from our, you know, wanting to bring out this opportunity and not needing to like dip into our savings or our 401k to get this going. Should we expect some kind of pushback on that?
1: Well, that really depends <laughs> on the conversations you've had before and the money yeah. stories. Yeah. If this is someone who has a lot of fear of stability and security and yeah. fear of the future. Yeah. Yeah, you might get some really valid, <laughs> and maybe something you need to take into consideration. Yeah. A lot, a lot of times though, the assumption in what you're describing in this um, scenario is that we're going in with the question of "I want to." Will you let me? Can I? Can you come to agree with me on this thing that I've already have an idea I want to do? Yeah. And and I'd recommend backing up and saying, "This mm-hmm. is something I really want to do. This is why. This is what it would mean to me." really honestly yeah. i really want to be a coach i think i bring so much value i need you i really could use your support in this how can you support me mm-hmm. or here's the investment it requires how could we do that yeah start with the how start with what you want engage them in thinking with you of the how instead of being ahead that you have an answer and now you just need them to agree that's yeah. what they're gonna that's what they're gonna push back against they don't know it, but what they're pushing back against is you made this plan and now you're asking for their approval. And often because, <laughs> of that, because you're looking for approval, you won't get it.
0: Right. Right. This but is it- so great. <laughs> this is so great. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. I, I, I got another one for you. Okay. So okay. most, most, you know, like most families, right.
1: Mm-hmm. Want
0: you to drive back into being focused on having that job and another you know, job security. Um, is there a way to com- combat that mindset? Like, you know, I, you know, my mother is still like, you know, <laughs> my mother, I don't know give my mother in trouble, <laughs> but, <you> know, <laughs> delete, delete. No. Um, but you know, you're like, you know, you know, you say, you know, Brian, did you get that? You, you got, you get, you're still not doing that. Are you, you didn't get a job yet. And all these kind of things. Like, you know, how do you combat that mindset with the people around you who are used to this environment of get a job, security,
1: I don't know if this is actually you and your mother, but let's pretend it is just for now. Yes. So let's imagine that's how your mom talks. And so she says to you, so now listen for a moment. Okay. Sit and listen. Watch her with the TV off. Okay. Turn the sound off. Watch her in whatever sitcom she is or drama. Mm -hmm. What can you see? What's really going on for her when she says that?
0: Wants me to be... Secure it wants me to, um, be okay and not worry, w- not worry about money or. She
1: wants to know that you're safe. Yeah. And secure. Yeah. yeah. So what can you say to her that can reassure her that you are safe and secure? But you're just—it just looks different for you.
0: That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, that's a good question. You? I, I need—I need the answer. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: and then that's the script. The yeah. script. The parent saying, "But are you going to get a real job sometime? Mm. Why don't you think what I'm doing is a real job? But I'm an actress. That's really what I want to do. When will you take me seriously? Yeah, but that doesn't pay the bills. But mom, um, there yeah. isn't there's something beyond just paying. You know, we've heard these scripts like they they, they happen on the TV shows yeah. because they're already a couple steps away from what's really going on. What's really going on is I'm trying to figure out how to have a life that's fulfilling and meaningful for me. Mm. And the parent is, I want to make sure you do it with safety." And if you look at like Abraham Maslow's pyramid or other self-development things, security and basic needs being met is always the foundation. Mm. You can't move on to to move beyond that of who you're going to be and how you're going to realize your dreams if you're not safe and secure. But if you may feel safe and secure in a way that your mother doesn't feel safe and secure, she may have things in her life that that really wrecked a sense of stability and created fear that you don't have. Listening and letting her tell those stories yeah. And hearing hearing how she is as a mother concerned for her child, yeah. that makes her feel seen, heard, and experienced in this world. And when you can do that for her, she will have a much easier time coming along.
0: That's good stuff. I, I did <laughs> that,
1: actually, because I left my teaching job and I became an actress and I was, was pounding the pavement. But what I found is maybe they worried, but when I did it and I showed that I could do it, they followed. Yeah, and that's the leader. That's the leadership piece.
0: Yes, and in yes, family
1: yes. businesses, especially, right. we are looking to our parents to give us the approval first. Right. Okay, I give you my seal of approval. Go do what you want to do. <laughs> and it, it doesn't really work that way,
0: right?
1: It's really. I hear, Mom. I hear you, Mom. I love that you're so concerned for me. I'm going to carry that with me, and I'm going to remember that every day. So I'll let you know how it's going. And I'll help you celebrate with me every win that we make it through. And I'll tell you, if it's getting tough, I'll really think about, I'll remember what you said and I'll look for a job, right? That's what the mom wants to hear. You just take on that journey with you.
0: That's good stuff. That is perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Leah, that is perfect. I love everything you're talking about right now. It's so (laughs) great. so great. So what about this though? What if you go to your family and you need money? You need to you need to jump into that into that savings to get this course to get to something that you know train that' help you go further in your business or whatever
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, or let's 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 start, let's do a little little life thing too how about like um you know I need I need this new laptop I need this new laptop because I just need the new laptop I need, I need an upgrade <laughs> you know <laughs> those kind of things and you yeah. need something, you need to get into your savings for that and you go to your family your spouse your partner or your mother or whatever. And you get a big, fat no. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) How do you deal with that?
1: Well, you've just set it up that you're asking something that has a yes or no answer.
0: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yes.
1: So when you have a yes or no answer, you've already given away your power. Okay. You've given them the power to make the decision for you. Yeah. So you want to engage them, and you, so I have. I call it the five C process. The first is the calibrate. That's what I told you about when you're having the money conversation. Know your story. Know where you're coming from. What's at stake. Okay. Once you calibrate, then you connect. That's where I told you that intention to connect with somebody else, and be in the relationship, and some of those tools you can use to build the mm-hmm. trust.
0: Yeah.
1: Then, when you have those things, you can ask clarifying questions. And in this case, the question is, so how do you, you what, um, I'm, so I'm thinking how you would ask the question when you're the one who wants the laptop, <laughs> or you might, this step might not be in there as much, but usually yeah. it's clarifying where are they coming from. So when you told me that I couldn't have a laptop, or when you mentioned where we were with whatever the context, you know, exists, mom, when you say you're concerned that I should get a job, what does it really mean to you? You want to ask them, you want to get them talking. That's where you want to listen first. Somehow mm-hmm. ask a question, that gets them talking. When they feel heard, that's when you can move towards collaborating. So mm-hmm. how can we work on this together? I need a laptop for this. How can we try to find a way to make that work? Now you've moved to where you can have a collaborative stance and where you can create a solution together. Yeah. So you want to try to shift a conversation so, I mean, of course, if you're the parent, I have, I have, you know, I have children that are still in, in my household relying on my uh, income. Yeah. And my daughter, yeah. I think I have a, one of my four daughters created, um, uh, sometimes they, uh, they've they done PowerPoints for the things that they want. An argument of why it's something they should have, mm-hmm. where it fits in with the family, <laughs> vision or values. But yeah. that's kind of what you want to, that's very smart in some yeah. way, right? Yeah, I like but it. But it's a pitch. So they pitch <laughs> you know, that's a little different right and if I go to my dad right now and say hey dad here's something I'm working on in my business here how things are going with the family or my daughter's going off to college you've always really supported us you've always really wanted this for us in our life I'm this is what I'm working on is that something you want to learn talk about more with me can I can I tell you more about how it's going asking permission is also a really good way to sell an idea. Yeah. And I tell you more about how kind of can about it. So I did that when I went to my dad, to asked for some of the investment to um, do the coaching program yeah. when I was shifting gears and my dad was very generous and, um, but I need to know that I feel like I can repay it, but we, but it's the how that you yeah. want to try to be able to get to together. Does that help in that yeah. one? Yeah. That's a little trickier one because yeah. if you're asking for somebody else's money, you're yeah. basically asking for somebody else's money.
0: Right. right. Then it's
1: the same way that, that you do with fundraising or marketing. You build relationships and you make it so that they think it's the greatest thing they could spend their money on.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: What I, would make them feel so good about spending their money on that?
0: Right. And that kind of dives into my next question here. Like, I only got like three more. This is one. Okay. where Should you let your family know that this might take a while? <laughs> before there's any any type of ROI return on your investment, or maybe not at all, or it was being realistic. Being like, I'm going to say like being realistic with them. Like this is my dream. This might take a little while for me to, for me to grow and to thrive. Yeah. You know, that's my, my thought process of this whole thing. Yeah. And what's,
1: what's your instinct
0: on that? My instinct is, th- is being realistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And telling them that um, this might take a while. Cause I think, I think, when you ask, in the scenario where you're asking for money, people think that something's going to happen in the next 60 days or whatever. <laughs> and this is going to, be, going to be returned and everything's going to be great in the next, you know, you know, in, in the early stages when that's yeah. not really ever the case, to be honest. I think
1: clarity is always great. And I would recommend also doing that as the part of the, here's what I'm working on. Yeah. Here's what I'm working on. Yeah. Listening to you, what I'd also add is how you say it will really influence what the re- the re- reaction you get. And so okay. another thing that I often a uh, tip that I give is the energy you give is the energy you're going to get. Okay. So if you give the energy like, you know, it could take a while. I might not get this right away. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure. I'm, really do it. I'm for your approval so I can feel like I'm getting somewhere. Like right. All in your body tone. But if you're like, okay, here's what's going to happen. Right. Here's what's happening first. And then this happens. That's when I'll start to know how it's going. I expect it should be around this month or that month. So it's touching base around then about how it's going. Good idea. Now I sound very businesslike. I know exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm confident. I'm confident in it. They're going to be much more confident in it with me. But if I'm going, you know, would you please pay for this thing I want to do? I kind of want it really bad. You <laughs> <Let me> see. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah.
1: yeah. That's where the energy you bring makes a huge difference.
0: Right. right. Really
1: about how you show up. And it's really about leadership. You lead the way. Are you waiting for them to give an approval and an answer? Or are you going and guiding them towards that answer and that approval?
0: I love it. I love it. So I think you already answered this question. But Uh should you ask your family to support you even beyond the money? aspect of it all
1: okay well any question that's a should you okay <laughs> or we have some kind of judgment hanging on it <laughs> so i have no judgment of what you should or shouldn't do
0: okay
1: you okay. know a family dynamic and you know how you feel asking your family to support you
0: right
1: because feeling being supported is usually not a very empowering feeling yeah And being asked to support someone that you don't see taking initiative is not a very, and you're afraid of enabling. Yeah. So it's kind of all depends a lot in there. What does it mean? I have a real conversation. What would it mean for you to support me while I do this? And what would you want from me once I'm ready and back on my feet? Or Mm. once I'm really feeling success?
0: That is absolutely perfect. <laughs> yeah, that is absolutely <laughs> perfect. Okay, okay. Well, I'm I'm good. I hope <laughs> <else> is good. <laughs> I do have one last question though that I asked all of my guests. So mm-hmm. get ready for this. This is the last one. Okay. So people are hearing you now. They love what you're saying. Um, they have um maybe similar journeys like yours. Maybe similar similar paths. They maybe they trying to achieve the same kind of things that you are helping people with money and family. Um, In connecting. So can you tell them a little bit about how they can become an authority in this space?
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: And I'll give you front and center.
1: Well, I'm happy to share my guide that I gave you the link for. And you have it there. So my website is Stepping Stool Coaching because I give people the step stool they need to make to build their own next step to reach their peak. That's great. So stepping And then after the slash, if you do influence, hype, and guide. That's the guide I alluded to earlier that has some of this in there. I know it has turned the camera around. I know it has the triple A. I think it has the energy you give is the energy you get. It's not directly about money, it is a lot about how to have conversations that connect. And that ultimately influence. The other thing that I can offer, if anyone listening has this to look up or take around, um, in addition to the coaching that I offer, which is always an offer, book a session with me. I'm happy to talk to people about what would work for them and if it's something that could work. But I also do a free laser coaching live on Wednesdays in my Facebook group. And for that, I talk to someone on the phone. So they're only talking to their voice. uh, That's all anybody on the Facebook group sees or hears. No one knows who it is. They just hear the voice. And I do a coaching demonstration. And in a laser session in 30 minutes, you'd be amazed what could happen. So what would happen if we were going to do this, Brian, where you were going to be a client, for instance, I would ask the questions. <laughs> you share where you are and what the questions are, but I'd ask the questions so that it was your journey. Here I'm happy to give the answers and I also sometimes do give answers. I don't torture clients who really want to know advice. But the idea of a coaching session and the way I do it is it created a conversation and a space where clients have their own insights and their own ideas. That's why I call it a stepping stool, because I'm not feeding you on a spoon information. There's no red pen. There's no teacher language. You're doing this right. You should. There's no judgment. It's a judgment-free space. Yeah. And in that space where you are fully seen and heard, you are able to create to get resourceful and discover what you already know. And then if I just share a little nugget of something, it makes perfect sense and it's easier to do because the initiation comes from something that happens from within you. So I do a demonstration of that in my Facebook group every Wednesday at 12 Pacific time. So that's three o'clock PM on the East Coast. And you can find my Facebook group at uh, Stepping Into Powerful Leadership. So if you go to Stephanie Stool Coaching on Facebook, there's a link there to join my group. That's the easiest way to find it.
0: Awesome. <clears throat> awesome. That is great. I would definitely help everybody. <laughs> if you're resonating with this person right now, I'm sure you will. I know I am. Go, go there right now. Go to um, Get that guide, get the Influence Guide, and, and go to that Facebook group and, and, and check her out. This is amazing stuff. Okay. Um, she handled every answer like a pro um, <laughs> Like I knew she would I had no doubts about that But I'm she's exceeded my expectations anyway But um, Everybody, um, before you get out of here Before we go, please also check out Theauthorityletter.com Or text we are live to 44222 And learn how to build Your authority platform Such as Leah has done today and shown her her expertise um, so graciously for us today and check that out authoritylayer.com you get the video series we show you how to build it share it so they will come um, to your platform and build up your business so that's all for me Uh, those are my last words do you have any any last words for us today before we get out of here
1: thank you brian this was a lot of fun
0: yes a lot of fun i'm so grateful grateful for you today thank you so much oh, yeah. and we're good we're good i'm so i'm so full great. today great stuff okay. um hey see you next, see you so next time in the next next episode everybody before you get uh, in, you know be blessed take care be safe and we're out see ya great.
2: And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an uh aha moment from today's broadcast. remember it's your authority build it share it and they will come until next time